Hey, greetings, Dr. Bill Sinyard, and you're listening to the Gospel Rant. Uh, I'm going to say some words for folks like me during this pandemic. I'm not a pandemic expert, really, by any stretch, and, and I promise you I don't ever want to be. I do know something about panic, though, and fear. And by the way, I'm not making any judgmental or critical statements at all. Trust me, just saying. It's our brain, and when our brain feels threatened or attacked or helpless, Something automatically kicks in. It's how we're made. It's not evil, it just is. A very powerful chemical, cortisol, is released, and it shuts down our frontal cortex, where we're reasonable and and think straight. And it kicks in our fight, flight, and freeze response mechanisms. It's all about survival. And again, it's not evil, it's how we're made. It's very human. And in times of crisis and pandemic, man, we see a lot of it. It's normal. But if that cortisol and the response mechanism is chronic, like an extended crisis like this one, where 24-7 we're bombarded with news of more and more danger and threats to our well-being and our family's well-being. Look, our brain just gets awashed in cortisol and we tend to stay in panic mode to one degree or another. And me too. I'm not judging anybody. So what to do? Well, first... I really applaud any and all efforts to get us through this. I think we will. Um, So let's definitely get through it. And second, you know, let's remind ourselves of some good stuff. And I don't mean rose-colored glasses. I don't mean be in denial. But the good stuff that could diminish the panic just, just a little bit. And that would be noticeable, I think. We'd sleep better. We'd make better decisions, probably. And my suggestions that if you're encouraged by this, uh, read it over and over a number of times or listen to it over and over uh, to drip, drip, drip it into the deeper parts of our brain that <laughs> that's submerged in cortisol. It's like speaking to somebody underwater. And again, no judgment. So I am right now, since I have more free time, I'm working on a parallel path to the forgiving path, if you're familiar with that, that we created seven years ago. The new path we're calling the dance, and it refers to the ancient Greek fathers. That's about 4th century uh, after Christ, their metaphor for the Trinity. They were trying to imagine to people how the Father, Son, and Spirit act and move inwardly and move outside themselves. Uh, The image they landed on is, is captured by the word perichoresis, and literally in the Greek it's dance around. And we're using this image to help people get through shame and loneliness and maybe crisis, so more to come. Uh, Here's one theologian, Jonathan Marlowe. The theologians in the early church tried to describe this wonderful reality that we call Trinity. If any of you have ever been to a Greek wedding, you may have seen their distinctive way of dancing. It's called perichoresis. There are not two dancers, but at least three. They start to go in circles, weaving in and out in this very beautiful pattern of motion. They start to go faster and faster and faster, and all the while staying in perfect rhythm and in sync with each other. And eventually, they're dancing so quickly, yet so effortlessly, that as you look at them, it just becomes a blur. Their individual identities are part of a larger dance. The early church fathers and mothers looked at that dance, perichoresis, and said, that's what the Trinity is like. 
a harmonious set of relationship in which there is mutual giving and receiving. This relationship is called love. And it's what the Trinity is all about. The perichoresis is the dance of love. Close quote. So what does that mean to you and me in a pandemic? Well, simply put, if you're a child of God, if the Spirit of God dwells in your inner being, like Paul writes in Ephesians 3, then right now, in some mysterious, crazy way that I can't explain, it's over my pay grade, you are right square in the middle of that intimate dance, safe dance, emotional dance, encouraging dance. And you may or may not be feeling it. Yeah, for sure. But cortisol is not helping. Uh, But I can say with perfect confidence that the most important thing about you right now is not the pandemic or the fear of the pandemic or the feeling of confusion or helplessness or sadness caused by the pandemic. The most important thing is this dance. So how can you and I experience it more? That's that's the right question. And first, we're not going to experience it perfectly until heaven. But the spirit inside your inner being is already experiencing it in all of its glory and joy. And he's inside of you. So you can connect with him. How? You ask. You ask that very same spirit to make you get the dance more today. A little bit. And that's what I'm doing. And, and I would have to say it's helping a little bit. I don't wake up feeling the dance. But throughout the day as I lean into the spirit and ask, I am feeling it a little bit more. Well, let me know how this goes for you. Uh, you could be an encouragement to others. That's a good thing. I'll uh, write some more blogs uh, in a couple of days. See you next time on the Gospel Rant. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.